Keep It 100 Sports. Welcome back to Keep It 100 Sports. I'm William Reed. He's Jacob Cowart. The Chiefs are Super Bowl 54 champions. Had their parade today in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes was really living it up, and so was Travis Kelsey. Oh, that was fun to watch. Down in beer, and then you got Travis Kelsey. He's like, I'll see you on the monument. It's like, we did it for the World War War. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And he's like, you gotta fight for your right. Isn't that that old Beastie Bullsy song? I did, I've never listened to it. That's what I was just thought I was told. Yeah. You gotta fight for your right. How intoxicated do you think Travis Kelsey was? Oh, well, I saw his post on Instagram and he was like, I, I was trying to drink the amount of beer that was on my like sweatshirt because he was like, Patrick Mahomes like pouring it from the bus on the ground. Yes, and he it was, was like spinning for him. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really know, but probably a little bit. I think he was in, in, and they were wearing like those ski goggles. That was cool. That was cool. I like those. He looked fine. I might have to snag a pair. What if I showed up to school tomorrow with some ski goggles on? I'd make <laughs> you fun like of that? you. No, you probably would, but I would wear them anyway. <laughs> well, let's get into the actual game. <laughs> We saw Jimmy Garoppolo have his struggles. I was actually impressed with him for the first three quarters. You know, the old Kyle Shanahan way. It shows that Patrick Mahomes is the future of the NFL, and Jimmy Garoppolo is a game manager. Absolutely, I agree. He's somebody who's not going to win you any games, but he's not going to lose him either. You know who he kind of reminds me of? Who? Jake Fromm a little bit, like in his junior year. No, I can see that. He had two picks. I mean, both quarterbacks threw two picks. It just shows you that even when Patrick Mahomes isn't on his game, he's still better than anyone else. No, I agree. He can go out there and he could just play bad the whole game. But when he starts playing well and feeling himself, it's you're done. It's <laughs> like I saw something about he's Damian Lillard compared him to Steph Curry. And it was like you can contain him for 99% of the time. But that 1%, when you don't contain them, that's difference. when you lose the game. Yeah. Chiefs defense really impressed. Oh, me as well. The 49ers, they did too until the. Yeah. No, they. Fourth I quarter. expected that, but that they really shut down 49ers rushing attack that I talked about all, all before Raheem how vaunted Mostert, they were. Mostert, uh, Coleman. 58 yards. Yeah, they all got shut down. I mean, they <laughs> I mean, had. They, I don't think they had over 100 yards rushing. Debo had the most. I mean, he had three carries. Yeah, 53, exactly. And exactly. Oh, he didn't have the most, but he, he had three carries for 53 yards, and Mosar has 12 carries for 58 yards, so I mean. You know, but what kept the 49ers in the game was the their defense. And, Absolutely. And listen, they were up 10 with six minutes left. I th- Listen, I thought, I was like, oh, they're going to go get it here, and they're going to drown out the clock, and they're going to win this hey, game. But you know, when it comes to Kyle Shanahan, you throw listen, the ball man. instead of run it. How about Richard Sherman, though? Big talk, and... Um, uh, Tyreek Hill shook him a few times. Tyreek Hill was imposing his will on Richard yeah. Sherman. It, when Tyreek was needed, he was getting open every yep. time. Richard Sherman was the sinking back, and when he did play man coverage against Sammy Watkins, he got beat for maybe the most influential play of the game. He was a non-factor. I was told by a very good source, my old football coach, Reed Guthrie, that, you know, no, let me tell you, Richard Sherman, great defender. He's just amazing. I mean, he's just up there with Ed Reeves, and I was like, all right, man, I just don't agree. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But I I was right. (laughs) No, I I remember talking to him about it. He's like, I... I love Richard Sherman. And I was like, well, we'll see. Yeah, I was like, I He's love Richard cover Sherman Tyree He asked me today if I thought he should retire, and I just, I don't think he should retire. Sherman? Yeah. No way. Uh Uh-uh. No, he's got, he's got a few years left. I'm not saying he's a bad corner. He's a good corner. Me either, buddy. But he's, but he's not. I don't think he's top three in the league. Who you got? Ramsey, 
Okay. Um, yeah. Patriots, Bouye, Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. All right. Yeah, you're right, I guess. And I thought that Damian Williams played well enough where you could have given him the MVP and it wouldn't have been. I thought that I didn't think Patrick Mahomes deserved it. I mean, he I threw two Damian. interceptions. Exactly. And, and Damian, Damian Williams had 130 yards and two touchdowns. Don't forget about and He the, had four receptions for 29 yeah, yards, too. Yeah. One rushing touchdown, one receiving. So, I mean, I if I go back, I think I give it to him. I don't no, think I, I give it to Patrick Plus, Mahomes. it's a great story because he was with the, the Dolphins for four years riding the bench. And he gets cut. He <laughs> Look goes where to, I am now. He goes, <laughs> goes to the Chiefs, and he wins it in their stadium. Poetic justice. Amazing. Dude, it's bigger than a game. We go into our question of the day. Jacob, Patrick oh, Mahomes no. won Super Bowl 54. Who is the only other Big 12 quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Who is the other one? Is it A, Troy Aikman, B, Bob Greasy, C, Jim McMahon, or D, John Elway? We'll get back to that at the end of the show. This is Keep 100 Sports. I'm Jacob Cower. He's William Reed. In a moment, we're going to talk about some of our friends that signed to play college football. But first, so the University of Georgia with the number one class in America, yep. and they've had top three class in the past four years. Four years. Yeah. I mean, Kirby Smart, they said 3.9 million He's getting that bag. <laughs> 3.9 million dollars on recruiting, plus what you're paying the players. But yeah, drop that bag. <laughs> that's the most important part of the game. You got to spend that yeah. kind of money. Well, then, well, it's paid off. Here, we got to see it. Yeah, I mean, he's got to do something. I mean, we got. I mean, it. I mean, obviously, he's turned Georgia into a team that. Is, is competing on a national level every single year. Yes. But you got to think, when is he going to get back to the national championship? I, and when is he going to turn this talent into championships? Because I think Georgia could become the next powerhouse. They've been to the SEC championship. They what? won the SEC championship. Yeah, they've been to the SEC championship path three, three years. They've won the East every time. Kirby hasn't lost to Florida. Could get interesting this year with Florida, though. Uh, I don't Could know. Get I interesting. Think we'll be fine. Could get interesting. I do have a question, though. Yeah. So when do you get to the point where you're of, I mean, a recruit, and you just see all this talent at Georgia, and they're not doing anything with it. Well, when did that stop well, as you a, from coming to Georgia? Well, as a recruit, you're not looking necessarily at championships and that. You're looking at how are they turning up into the draft? How much money are they getting in the NFL? Where are they going at the next level? Are they taking these kids, and are they developing them into NFL-level talent? That's yeah. what I think a recruit sees when they see these national programs. I do think, though, it plays into if, if I'm going to go win. Oh, at this for sure, school. for sure. And they're going to win, but when does it get to the point where, I mean, I might want to go to LSU, Alabama, because mm-hmm. Clemson, they're, they're winning the national championship every other year. No, it's definitely a question. And, you know, the same thing's happening with Michigan, which they're turning in great classes every year. And they're winning nine, ten games, but you got to wonder when is this going to start turning into championships and even even beating your rivals, right? Oh, yeah, beat Ohio State yet? You're so becoming the little brother school, Michigan. Mm-hmm. They expect national championships, exactly. And and you got to think when does it come to the point where Harbaugh's getting on the hot seat? Yeah, I mean, ten wins a year got Mark Richt fired from Georgia. <laughs> right. We weren't winning SEC championships when we weren't in the national championship yeah. conversation. He gets fired for that. I yeah. mean, so you're right. When Listen, it, that when old Miss he would have gotten a statue. Okay. Uh, probably <laughs> Arkansas and Mississippi State. Oh too. my gosh, dude! If you went four or five years in a row winning ten games a year, <laughs> your dad would love him. No, my dad already loves Rick. I mean, just, just a add, great but it guy. adds to it. No, for sure. And I want to bring up Wisconsin is a program that wins ten games each year, constantly up there fighting with the big boys. They almost were there this year. They almost beat Ohio State. Yeah, a couple times. And in the championship, they were up at half. But they're constantly in the top ten, top eight. They're constantly there, and in recruiting. They were the 25th best class this year. That's the best class they've had in 10 years. And that's insane because they're picking kids that not may not be five stars, yeah. but they see potential. Yeah, they're, they're going to be good players. It's kind of like Clemson. Not necessarily just looking at rankings and rivals and 24-7 Take, sports. Take, for example, that safety. The safety Nolan that, Turner, yeah, exactly. he had a great year. I mean, he, he wasn't big out of high school, no. but they took chance on him and... 
paid off. And, uh, it's about establishing a culture and a system that works. Dabo's getting up there too. I mean, Dabo's, he's becoming one of the best coaches in yeah. college football history. And Wisconsin's doing that. You got to think if you're an offensive lineman or you're a running back right now, you got to be looking at Wisconsin. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, they've in the in the in the decade of the 2010s, they've had four running backs that were just eye-popping. I mean, Monty Ball, Melvin Gordon, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. It's crazy the amount they develop these kids. And these kids aren't four or five stars. Mm-mm. You know? It's it's crazy to me. I mean, look at Jonathan Taylor. Three-star coming out of high school. Yeah. And look where he is now. He's going to the draft. Probably going to be a top pick and he's going to get money. Oh, yeah. And a lot of it. At Alpharetta, we had a few of our guys sign their letters of intent to attend their colleges of choice. Will Gertis. We'll be attending Birmingham Southern. Cam Dorsey will be going to Ohio. Breon Smith to U Pike. Bryce Trout is going to Jacksonville State. And Chris Thomas is going to Barry College. Congratulations, guys. Um, I know you all will tear it up at the next level. Absolutely. Couldn't be happier for everyone. And hopefully you'll come back and visit us. Yeah. So, William, tell me what your national signing day is well, going to be like. as we all know, I'm probably going to be the number one player in the nation. So I'm going to have my choices of wherever I want to go. But I'll probably... Uh, number one I'm D2 player in the nation. Number one at player in the nation, period. Listen. <laughs> Listen. My So, you know, I'm going to have my three hats on the table, right? Ole Miss, Florida, and Clemson, right? But guess what? I don't choose any of those schools. I reach under the table. I grab an LSU hat, throw it on my head. But, you know, before that, I throw it off. I grab the Ole Miss hat, and I put that one on. Am I done? No. I grab the Clemson hat. I finish. Clemson University. All right. Watch. My, my grandchildren will be talking about that. <laughs> my dad threw off 12 hats. <laughs> Shut up, Jacob. What about you? I want to hear your stupid signing day story. Well, it's going to be mostly for baseball, but I think that maybe I could walk on and play football or a high prospect for both sports. So my hats are going to be Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama, and Vanderbilt. And where am I going, you ask? Glory, glory to Georgia. I'm going to the University of Georgia. Wow, what a shocker. Who could have guessed this? Kirby Smart and Scott Strickland are getting a good one. Getting one great player. <laughs> and and, he's, and not only is he a great player, but he's a better man. That's oh, what, yeah. <laughs> that's what they say about like Drew Brees and that. Hopefully. It will, it'll be something like that, guys. <laughs> but. You're listening to Keep It 100 Sports. I'm William. He's Jacob. Big moves in the MLB. I know. It's NBA trade deadline, and the MLB is making more moves. That's, what do you think about that trade? I understand why the Red Sox needed to do it to... Drop off money, but yeah. still. Give these guys to different teams. Why the Dodgers? The Dodgers are consistently the best team in baseball, one of the best teams in baseball, and we're, you know, we're just going to take Mookie Betts, Gold Glover, hits 285 to 300 every year. I'll be a great player, and he's mm-hmm. going to—he's young, too. And David Price. Uh, I mean, David Price is hurt all the time, but he's still David Price, a Cy Young Award winner. I mean, the Dodgers pick up Alex Verdugo, who is solid player. I mean, he's going to get better. He's young and a prospect. Also, how about the Angels picking up Jock Peterson? I think that's a, a big for move. That is a big move. You got Justin Upton, mm-hmm. Mike Trout, Jock Peterson. Now, that's not a bad outfield. <laughs> and we got Albert Pujols. <laughs> that's pretty good. Albert Pujols, uh, Andrelton Simmons, Shohei Otani. This could be the Angels' year. But they haven't been very competitive lately. Mike Trout, he's getting some pieces put around yeah. him. And We've talked about this before, how the Angels have struggled to get pieces around already, Trout. He's going to be the best player in the league again. 300 every year. Best defensive player. But you put some pieces around him, that's that's scary. That is oh, very yeah, scary. Yeah, I agree. This is Keep It 100 Sports. I'm Jacob Cower. He's William Reed. This just in from Woj. He's dropping a Woj bomb. Yeah. And I'm going to drop Jacob bomb. Jacob bomb. Uh, the Heat are sending Justice Winslow as a part of the package to the Grizzlies for Andre Iguodala. There's been some, uh, some tension chirping. over there. Yeah. You get a good vet over in Miami. 
is Finals MVP. He's yeah, one and finals. I like Justice Winslow. I do like him the a Grizzlies. lot. I thought I was very surprised about that move. Yeah, he's a young star that's going to develop. So giving him for Andre Iguodala, and I do think they might have overpaid Andre Iguodala two years, thirty million dollars. A lot. It's he's a get, lot of he's money. getting up there in age. And but he's, you know, he's not funny? producing like he used to. What if the Heat go out in there and they just beat the pants off the Grizzlies? I. That'd be interesting. That'd be I awesome. I kind of want to see John Morant slam it on just, Andre, though. You just, Andre Iguodala's like, just post like a... Like the talk. Yep. All talk. Just yeah. like they... That could be interesting. That was hard, beating them. Yeah. Andre goes off for like a triple-double. That'd be fun. Some old Andre Iguodala. Now, that's that's what I'd pay Some to watch. I love Andre that Iguodala. guy. He it's was a, so good. It's been a while. It has. It's been a little bit. Hasn't played uh, this year yet. Lakers looking, exploring options for Kyle Kuzma. Knicks are interested. They're I also think, exploring Alex Caruso. You, I'd be scared if I were you. Uh, every time I get someone's jersey, they get <laughs> traded. It's, Dude, the Jeremy Lin. <laughs> I, Jeremy Lin, I, the day after I got my Jeremy Lin jersey, he was traded. And I was like, okay, so this is how it's going to be. Every time I, I get a Braves jersey, the guy gets traded. Like, Jeff Francois got traded? I was crying, man. I was crying. It was a long time ago. <laughs> well, I think for Kuzma, this could be a, a very good opportunity for him because I think he needs to get out of LA. I don't think he's going to shine ever if he stays in LA. No, I agree. He's I think it. he's I think right now, Too much right now him. at 24 to be a guy that can get you a double-double every night. Oh, and me too. and and he's averaging 13 and 4. He's just not shining. And you see you see what happened with Brandon Ingram with the Pelicans. He's an all-star averaging 25 points a game. He's probably going to win most improved player. Yeah. And and I don't know why I wouldn't. I think you could definitely see Kuzma Going somewhere like the Knicks and really shining. Speaking of the Knicks, they're shopping for D'Angelo Russell, which that could be interesting. Jack from Snapback Sports would be very happy. He's a big Knicks oh, fan. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, so nothing's going to change till Dolan sells the team, though. Let me tell you, Giannis is coming to the Warriors. Stop. Stop. I'm telling you. Stop. I'm telling you. You sound delusional. Everybody heard it here first. No. Guys. Dude, no. By the way, did you see, did you see Zion take it from him last night? Did you see. Okay, okay, pop. okay. Just yeah, I saw packed. it. I saw it. I saw it. Hey, okay. We're going to point out one thing. You got to point out. Listen, you can bring Homer it up. Boy. That's fine. That's Homer. <laughs> Listen, you talk about George as the national championship favorite next year. Homer. Absolutely. You want to talk about a Homer? <laughs> uh, Pelicans are mulling offers for Drew Holiday. And Drew struggled, man. He struggled. Going into this year, we thought he could be. You know, the face of the franchise and best player on the team. And he, he had seven last night. He's he had seven struggling. points. And we're paying him like he's – have you seen his contract? Oh, we I gave him the points. max a few years ago because we, we had to or he was going to leave. Had faith in him. And he gets this year and he's just – he's just been eh. He hadn't, been, he hadn't even been the best player on the team. Wow. And we're paying him like, you know, he's LeBron. So – Well, he's definitely not LeBron. No, he's definitely not LeBron. I thought he could definitely – be a lot better this year, though, without Anthony Davis. But, you know, I'm, I've been pleasantly surprised with Brandon Ingram. I knew he was going to be good. I didn't think he was going to be this good. Yeah. Um, Zion, uh, he looks like his future's bright. That should Absolutely. be fun. Lonzo Absolutely. Ball's playing well. I like, I like where we're going. I like, I like where Ball we're going. A lot. Everyone hates on Lonzo just because, you know, there's so much talk yeah, his around dad him. dad and everything, all the drama there. I haven't heard about his dad in a while, though. All right. Oh, and we do have a question from Grant Phillips. What do you think are going to be some of the big NBA trades that are going to happen before the deadline in we two just days? Talked about well, it, so I could see your Sixers it. dealing with one of your stars. Oh, so me too. They need that somebody. That be interesting. They need a shooter. Dad, can you hold that? Well, they had Reddick. Yeah, and that now he's with the Pelicans. Isn't he yes, not, sir. He's not doing great, is he? Yeah, no, he's, he's he's averaging like 16. You know, he's uh, doing well for a sixth man. No, he's not no Lou Williams, though. <laughs> Let me tell you that. 
Lou Williams is, I, I, he's barely constitutes as a sixth man. Though. No, I think he just doesn't start just because he wants to win six men every year. <laughs> he just comes in two minutes. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> he just isn't in there for tip the off. <laughs> Sub him in, come on. <laughs> I don't think Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid's going anywhere, but I think that Tobias, Tobias Harris, Harris might, be, might be, might be, ship him. That'd be, that'd be interesting to see them trade Embiid or I, Simmons. I, I just don't see that happening. I've seen, I'm seeing some stuff about it. You know it, what though. I think though? I do think that the Sixers need that kind of defense and shooter guy. Three and D kind you of guy. I like that. You, that's def, you definitely need a guy like that when you get deep in the playoffs. You got Ben you know? Simmons. I mean, he's not he's a shooter. shooter. Joel Embiid. He's, 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 he's off he, and on. Yeah. Not he's, but you need that guy who's just a dead eye. Exactly. And Embiid isn't that. You need that guy. So, Even if you don't go out and get him for a lot of money. How about a Kyle Korver? He's getting old, but... Is he even is he yeah. even on a roster? He's on the Jazz. Is he? He's, oh, good for him. That's where he started. Good for him. Yep. Um, I could see them picking J.J. Redick back up. That, uh, we, I mean, we need Tobias Harris. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But I could just... I, they need a shooter. I could see them maybe trading up a pick in the draft to get a shooter. Yeah. Maybe a LaMelo ball. It's not like they're running out of time, though. You know, oh, they, no, they have a very young team. But I do think to get by the Bucks and Giannis, Chris Middleton, I just, they need a shooter. This is Keep It 100 Sports. I'm Jacob Cower. He's William Reed. And now into the greatest sport of all time, probably. And our best segment of all time. I agree. And, and this thing we know most about and we're most passionate about. Mm-hmm. Hockey. Hockey. Ice hockey, baby. Listen, no, not going to lie. Hockey. Shut up. It could be field hockey. Um, who watches field hockey? What's it, Who played? Somebody played. I don't, I don't care. Shut. Well, let me tell you, my Jets, we're sitting at sixth in the division, in the central division. Uh, we're still the nicest team in the league. Well, let me tell you something. My Ducks. We're the nicest team in the league. I don't care what you are. My Ducks have won three of our, their last four. Hey, Ryan Gitzloff is getting off, baby. He's got 35 points on the season. And we're still leading the league in fights with 21. Your Ducks are in seventh place with a I, 22 listen, and 26 I've told you record. this already. I've told you this already. I do not care how many games we win. As long as we are winning the game that matters, the game within the game, and that game is secretly an MMA match. Dude, I told you this before. Well, my up. team, we are, we have teamwork, and... We have teamwork. We, I hope so. We're going to come back. We're, don't call it a comeback, because we've been here before. Stop, don't... Okay, I thought you were starting quoting the song. I was about to lose my mind. And now to our question of the day. Jacob, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Patrick Mahomes became only the second quarterback from the Big 12 to win a Super Bowl. Who is the only other Big 12 quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Is it A, Troy Aikman, B, Bob Greasy, C, Jim McMahon, or D, John Elway? 30 seconds, let's go. Um, well, I gotta go McMahon. I'm sorry, that's incorrect, Jacob. Oh, Troy Aikman. Jacob Cowart, you are correct. <laughs> Let's go. Despite playing about. most of his college career at UCLA, he actually played his freshman year at Oklahoma, so technically he did play in the Big 12, so congratulations. He was the only one I knew. Yeah, no, I figured that. Um, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you back next time. Bye.